1: Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Welcome to Blueprint of Faith as I continue to teach out the two different types of kingdoms. This week I'm going to focus on uh, some of the principles that are in the kingdom of God's dear Son, Jesus Christ. I want to do that first before I speak about how we enter into the kingdom of God. It's uh, pretty simple. The Bible says that you must be born again. But there's more to that, and I wanted to take the time for that. First, what I wanted to do is focus a little on the principles that are going to govern this new kingdom and the citizenry within that kingdom, and uh, I've been talking about these kingdom because I think, for me personally, I know that they make uh, Christianity, my walk with God, uh, all of these different things much simpler than how we were taught by our teachers um, in the in the church. I believe if they had focus on the fact that there are two different types of kingdom and principles within those kingdoms. Break it down to us so we can truly understand what it entails instead of telling us that don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. I truly believe that had they taken the time and really look into the Word of God and see that as we move from one kingdom into the other, there are certain things that we bring from the kingdom of darkness, try and do within the kingdom of God's dear Son, that we cannot do. And when we do that, the Bible calls it sin. We try to apply those same principles, uh, those same things. And God has translated us from one kingdom to the other, and there are new rules. There is a new way to live. There is a new way to govern yourself there's a new way to act. If the kingdom of darkness, uh, the, uh, one of the main principles there is that of, uh, your, your natural senses, that you're governed by your natural senses, your eyes, you, you know, uh, your five senses. But when you trans, you, you transfer into the kingdom of God's dear son, There's different senses. Those senses are still utilized because we have our bodies. But the more important rule, sense that we have to use, is that of faith. And so because we have been translated into this new kingdom, we have to believe now that uh, the principles that are given there for us will work for us. And so it is by faith, God says, we have to believe that he is, and therefore he's a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. So there there are different things um, as we translate from one kingdom into the other. And so I want to take some time and focus on some of the principles, these new principles that we have to live by that will govern our behavior because the Bible tells us that uh, these principles are important because that's how we differentiate ourselves from the children in the kingdom of darkness. And one of the main principles within the kingdom of uh, God's dear Son is that of love. It tells us in Matthew 22, 37 through 39, Jesus said unto them, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And so I bring this up because it is one of the first main laws within the new principles, uh, this new kingdom that we have to live by. I have been doing a morning rant uh, using some of these principles to show you many of the pastors, the so-called pastors and teachers out there today are not exhibiting signs of living by the principle of love. That is the greatest commandment that Jesus said. Now, we have to begin to ask ourselves certain questions. If Jesus the Jesus that they profess to believe in states that love is the greatest of all the commandments. And the second is like unto it, like unto the first, to love thy neighbor as thyself. So I, I'm watching the, the behavior of these men. And I can tell you, according to the word of God, that they are corrupt behavior, Jesus said, you shall know them by their fruit. Their fruit is their behavior and how they claim to be a part of the kingdom of God. But God says they will be exposed by their fruit. And then you will know if they are my disciples, Jesus said, that we have one, we have love another. This is how you're going to know. So when these so-called preachers are spewing hate and all of these things, we can then recognize that they are not a part of the kingdom of God's dear son, where Jesus is the king, because the Bible says that these are men and women that have dressed up like us, wolves in sheep clothing. They're called. Uh, they are dressed up like us to come into the to our kingdom to try and to spy out our our liberty, as uh, Paul had stated. And so. We have to be aware of their behavior by their fruit. And it is time that the church began to look at these men and women by their fruit because it will explain to us who they truly are. And then once we know who they truly are, then we know we need to be um, mindful of that and find ourselves other churches that preaches and teaches the word of God because God states the first commandment, the love that Jesus said. Now He, Jesus, being the King of this new kingdom, He is the ruler of this new kingdom. So, as the ruler of this new kingdom, He then has uh, the authority to set up the uh, the uh, the laws and the principle. For the Bible it says, "The king decrees a thing, and it it is established." law it becomes the truth it becomes the way by which that kingdom governs his uh, their citizen and so Matthew 22, 37 through 39 tells us the king now is making an announcement to the citizenry in this particular kingdom Jesus said unto them, Jesus now is decreeing a, a principle within his, his kingdom, since he is the king of his kingdom. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto the first great commandment. What is the second part of that first um, and great commandment, Jesus, the leader of this new kingdom? Thou shall love thy neighbor as thyself, black neighbor, thy white neighbor, thy Asian neighbor, your Mexican neighbor, your Jewish neighbor, all of the races, your neighbors, all of the people are your neighbors, and you are commanded by this king of this kingdom, love thy neighbor. Number two, he talks about loving God. If you love me, keep my commandments, he tells us in the book of John. And if you look at John 14 and eighteen, it tells you that. And Jesus is telling now, and Jesus is important because he is this new king. And so we have to understand that he is the one that is setting up these principles by his father, um, through his father, because he said, if you have seen me, you have seen the father. So with the father has given me full uh, permission to do and set up the kingdom as I will, because as he wills, is what the Father will. So he then is uh, setting up this kingdom according to God. So if we, citizenry of this kingdom, revolt against the teaching of Jesus, we are then revolting against the teaching of God, his Father. And so as Jesus stated, I'm going back to this, that you shall know them by their fruit, Know who the ones that are trying to come into our kingdom that he's a part of and he's a king of, and trying to claim that they are a part of it, but yet their behavior does not state that they belong to this kingdom, and so uh, we ought to recognize them and and absolutely walk away from these men and women, for they are not here for your good. John fourteen fifteen and reads, it says, uh, If you love me, keep my commandment. Verse 21, he says, He that has my commandment and keep them, he is, the who loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my father. I will love him, will manifest myself to him. So Jesus is in here inviting us to have a relationship with this new king on a personal basis. He's saying that, uh, you are free to come to me. He says, if you keep my commandments, uh, that is showing to me and proving to me that you love me. And if you love me, it's showing that you also love the Father. For it was the Father that instituted his kingdom through me. And he says, he goes on in verse 24, he says, He that love me not, keep it not my sayings. And words which you hear is not mine, but that of the Father which sent me. And here I go back. Jesus said, he that loveth me does not keep my uh, sayings. And so these men and women that are claiming to be teachers of God, that are not keeping God's saying, Jesus is saying, what saying did he say? Matthew 23, 37 to 39 this is one of the main principles that are in this new kingdom and we have to begin to judge people based on this stuff because if we don't we are deceiving ourselves and we will be deceived because God it commanded us uh to love people and so but I wanted to first show you that uh we are called according to Matthew 22 to first love God and love Jesus. We love God by loving Jesus. How do we love Jesus? By keeping, he said, his commandments. And he that love me not does not keep my sayings. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. And the second is that to the greatest to love your neighbor as yourself. These women and men that are not doing this are Not of the same flock, not of the same kingdom. They have snuck in, claiming to be teachers, claiming to be those that are sent by God. The Bible tells us about those that they come and they prophesy saying that God sent me. And God said that they're wishing and hoping that their prophecy will come through. So, but he said it does not come, it will not come true. And he said, um, he said, He is against those. And if you listen to my rant in the morning, you'll hear me talk about those, uh, that scripture and pull and show you that God said, He's against those men that claim that they are for Him a lie and produce lies. And so be mindful of them because they are coming into our fold pending to be God's prophets, God's teachers. He tells us that we are loving people, John three 1335 uh, um, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples, that have love one for another. And here we go. This theme of love in this new kingdom is pronounced and uh uh it is one of and he says it's the greatest of all the the um the uh, uh uh commandments, and so this theme about love, loving God, loving Jesus, loving his sayings, loving people. And we're gonna go down to even to the fact he says to love your enemies. But let's go back to people right now. In John, in John uh, uh 15, 12, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. How has Jesus loved us? He that he laid down his life for us. And so This king, in this kingdom, he died for his people so that his people, the citizenry in his kingdom, will live a life of freedom from the curse that is within the kingdom of darkness. And he does a lot, and that's why I want you first to get a chance to see some of the principles that are guiding this new citizenry within the kingdom of God's dear son, uh, who is Jesus the Messiah. And, um, then I'm going to talk a little about the birth, the process, the titles that we are given in this, in, in representation to this old and new kingdom. For the Bible says we are ambassadors, um, uh, of, of God. So in the old kingdom, while we're here, we are ambassadors, and I want to go into what an ambassador, the role of an ambassador, and all of these different things. So, his command is to love God first, then to love people. And you See that all over the Scripture. First uh, John three eleven, you have uh, fourteen, First John fourteen, and sixteen to eighteen. It goes all of the. You could read uh, about uh, all the things that God has done for us, and see. That this new kingdom that we would be a part of through being born again, that God is the leader through Jesus Christ. Some of those uh, scriptures in 1 John, for this is the message that you heard from the beginning that we should love one another. Again, this theme of love, we know that we have passed from death unto life. Because we love the brethren, he that loveth not his brother abides in death, and so again, here is a representation of the two kingdoms; for we know that we have passed from the kingdom of death unto life, the kingdom of life. Why, because we have love for the brethren, that he that love his brother, he that does not love his brother abides in death. Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. But whosoever hated, this, has this world's good, and sees his brother, he so who has this world good and sees his brother have need, and shut it up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? Little children, let not love do not love in word neither in tongue but also in deed and in truth That scriptures lay out and show the behavior of the kingdom the people within this kingdom guided by love and not by hate as many of these men and women are preaching to us today i beg you to begin to look at look at their behavior in light of the word of god now we're going down again the theme about love, love thy neighbor and love your enemies. And we go into Matthew, the book of Matthew five forty-four to 46. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despise, despisefully lose you and persecute you. That you may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for He maketh His Son to rise on evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love them which love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans love the same? And so God is saying. You know, what's what's there to brag to love somebody who who loves you?
0: If you're a business owner, you know, these sounds mean sales. And from the sound of it, your business is growing. Whether you're fulfilling orders from your home office or warehouse, stamps.com helps you stress less about mailing and shipping and spend more time doing what you love most. I mean, growing your business. But as you grow, so does the need for efficiency. Stamps.com simplifies your shipping and mailing process. Import orders from wherever you sell online. Find the lowest rates with the fastest delivery times. Instantly deliver tracking updates to your customers. And buy shipping and mailing supplies when you run low. Save time and money on mailing and shipping. Get started at Stamps.com today with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale.
1: There's nothing to brag about that. What you brag about It's to love your enemy. And now he gives us a picture of Matthew 5, 46 to 47. Tells us what to do in response to people that hate us, despisefully use us, that are are evil towards us. He tells us why did he put this here? So that this can guide these new citizenry that are in this new kingdom that he is the king of. And so I'm watching a lot of these men and women how they behave today the church that claim to be Christians I said claim to be because the Bible tells us that they are uh sheep they 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 are wolves in sheep clothing and you shall know them by their fruit and so if we shall know them by their fruit and lining up their behavior with this word Matthew 5, to 46, and Jesus tells us, if you love me, that you will do that word, and if you don't love me, you will not do that word. And so those men and women that do not love Jesus, but they claim to be Christians and pastors and leaders of the church, are not a part of the kingdom of God's dear son. They are not of the kingdom of God's dear son, because it tells us here how to behave as citizens within this new kingdom. And it tells us, if our, in the book of Proverbs, if our, if our enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat, and if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. This is our enemy, the scripture says. This is our enemy. This is how we ought to behave towards our enemy. And these men and women that are going against black brothers and sisters, against the Asian brothers and sisters, against the Mexicans, against the the uh, Haitian brothers and sisters—all of these people—the Bible is telling us how to behave. If claim to be a part of this new kingdom, but if. You are not a part of this new kingdom. You will behave the way your father is of that old kingdom, the kingdom of darkness. And the Bible tells us that all he does or is capable of is to deceive people. He is capable of lying. He's a murderer, the scripture calls him. It says all he comes to do is to steal, kill, and destroy. And so his personality and his kingdoms... Uh, their principles are much different than that that is in this new kingdom. And so the Bible tells us that love is the premier law within that kingdom. It tells us that God loves us. It tells us that our king loves us. And so uh, um, we ought to behave and walk in love. The second is faith. For the Bible tells us that uh, we must believe that God is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And so uh, it tells us that for by grace we are saved through fate, and that is not of ourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. God is not. So to enter into this kingdom, you can't work your way into it. You have to come by faith if you look at that scripture, Ephesians 2, 8 to 9, it tells us of a process by which one becomes saved. And it's not of works. It also tells us, John 3, 16, the scripture, we know about it. Uh, For God so loved the world that he gave something. He gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So this is a part of of the, uh, the kingdom, God's dear son. Is that a faith? The, the subject of faith is a part of it. And if you read the book of Hebrews, it will tell you of all of those things. It tells you now how faith comes. It tells us what faith does. Uh, it tells us that faith is, um, it, we are justified by faith. means as if we have uh, the, the um, historical way of how we would say it in the church is just as if I had never sinned. And so uh, uh, God blots out our sins. This is through faith. We are, he switched by faith his righteousness by faith. Jesus' righteousness becomes ours. So when we use our faith and we stand in, in God, the scripture says that Jesus' uh, righteousness becomes that of ours because the Bible tells us that he is our high priest. And you can see that in Romans chapter three, verses 21 to 23. Um, you'll talk about the, the faith of Jesus and how what it does for for the believer, and um, we we see that also in Philippians three nine, and it tells us how faith comes by hearing the word of God. Um, faith comes by hearing any word. If someone tells you anything, I don't care what it is, you your belief system will accept it by through you what you hear. And so as you accept it by your hearing and plant that seed within your spirit realm, your spirit uh, being, it becomes real in your life. Um, Hebrews one tells us about faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Uh, uh, so faith is a very... Uh, uh, important aspect in this new kingdom. Ephesians eleven six. 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him who is him, God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is God and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So this God, uh, this uh, ruler, uh, the higher power, uh, the, of over the kingdom of of uh, God's dear Son, the higher individual that uh, rules over that is God. Jesus said in in Matthew to love the Lord thy God, and so He said now that God is it's impossible to please Him without this. And you hear me? The Bible tells us that we that we shall live by faith. We must walk by faith in Second uh, Corinthians five seven. Um, it tells us about all the different. If you look in the book of uh, Hebrew, talks about faith. It talks about Abraham's faith and Thomas's faith and all of these things. So, another principle within the kingdom of God's dear son is that of forgiveness. And if you go and look into um, uh, the book of, of Mark, it says God will forgive according to how you forgive and so forth. So we have to learn how to forgive uh, each other and forgive ourselves and forgive. Uh, and so God forgives our sins. We have to learn how to forgive others. And as I, men- as I mentioned to you, these are all the principles that, um, it's another part of it. It says we ought not to judge. Um, it says in Matthew 7, 1 through uh, 3, it says that judge not ye or you should be judged. And so it tells us how not to be. These, again, these are principles that God has established within this new kingdom that you and I ought to be uh, aware of. And you see these men and women that are judging, these pastors, these leaders are judging other people. And the Bible says, God says not to judge. And so, because he is a judge, and if we judge, he will judge us. So, another principle that is within this kingdom is prayer. What is prayer? Prayer it's communication. So this other uh, principle is communication with God. We ought to be in communication with God through prayer. And the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit is here to help us, our prayer and our communication with God. You hear this big talk about uh, speaking in tongues, is the language to help us to communicate directly with God the Father, where there's no hindrance within the realm of the Spirit. And so as you begin to use and pray in tongues... It comes with power, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That is your language, your heavenly language, your spirit man's language, because the Bible tells us that we're spirit, soul, and body. The spirit has his own language, and that is of speaking in tongues. The body has his own language. We hear people talk about, you know, they look at your body language, and the soul man has language, and we hear about his language. And then when we begin to talk about the spirit language, people get all crazy and, and started uh, doing nonsense. But uh, the Bible tells us that now this want to become spirit filled and give this man the inner man the ability to speak in his language that our prayer is then goes directly to God we have different types of communication you have uh, prayer of agreement intercessory prayer um it has all of these different things Giving is another aspect that is a part of this principle, uh, the principle that is within uh, uh this new kingdom that God has talked to us about how we behave towards giving and our material things. Give and it shall be given to you. And so he talks about giving alms to the poor. He talks about, um, the poor shall always be with us and give us and, and to help the poor, um, give to the widow. I mean, these are all new principles within the kingdom of God's dear son. These are just some of them. And if you take a look at the Word of God, you look at proverbs, it tells you a lot about the principles to the psalms, all of these scriptures uh, uh, um, that we get a chance to 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 get to know who God is, and the Bible people is simply the book that God has given to his new citizenry the citizens that in within this new kingdom that we can then look at this legal document. It is a legal document what Jesus did for us on the cross. These are legal language when you look and see how God speaks to us, that Jesus Christ is an intercessor, that the enemy comes and accuses us. Um, all of these things, if you look at Psalms, in the book of Psalms, it talks about the angels of God, Has a, they have assignments and it is uh, a like a courtroom situation where we have accusers we have representation of those uh, that are accused. our representation is through the kingship and the priesthood of Jesus Christ. He is a priest before the Father on our behalf and the Bible tells us that he is there and that he is. Uh, before the Father, so that you and I can come, as the scripture says, boldly before the throne of grace, whereby we may obtain mercy and find grace. And you've heard me talk about what grace is. I know the, the church, I've done a study on this. They talk about it as God's unmerited favor. And so there's some validity to that. But what God had showed me was that grace is substance that whereby It is his responsibility for the scripture says, for by grace are you saved. And that's God's responsibility. And what is that responsibility? Grace means this, the divine influence upon the heart and the benefit that it brings to the believer. And so as God divinely influenced my heart through the Holy Spirit, while I'm hearing the word preached to me about salvation, I then can now utilize my faith and Get saved because I heard the word. For faith comes by hearing and hearing the word. So I heard the word, and now the grace that is um, bestowed upon my life through the power of the Holy Spirit to come and uh, divinely influence my heart. And as a result, as He influenced my spirit man, my heart, to then I now uh, my responsibility is to utilize my faith, for by faith are, uh, are we saved through grace. It is a gift of God. So that process is taking place as I heard the word. And so we go, we're going to go into that process a little more as I study how we get into this kingdom. But I wanted to spend some time just basic, uh, basically and go over with you Uh, some of the principles that guide now this new group of people that are within this new kingdom. If you do not see men and women applying these principles, please leave the church. Because Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. If they are not keeping his commandments, they are not a part of Jesus's uh, kingdom. They came into his kingdom under a guise of pretending. And because Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And this is the greatest of all commandments, that you love the Lord thy God. I mean, he is really straight out when he talks about this thing here, so that uh, you and I will have no excuse. Matthew 22 Verses 37 to 39 Jesus said unto him, Jesus is the King of this new kingdom. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy black Neighbor, thy white neighbor, thy Jewish neighbor, thy Asian neighbor, your Mexican neighbor, your gay neighbor, your all your neighbors as thyself. Now, he says, if you don't do that, he gives you that. He says, if you consider them your enemy and you hate them, you have a problem because then that hate is not of God because his kingdom, is that of love. So if you have hate in your heart, then you are not from his kingdom. What I suggest, if you claim to be in his kingdom, that you have God remove that hate out of your heart. Because to hate is not to be a part of his kingdom. To love is required in his kingdom. Let me go a little further. Matthew 5, 44 to 46. But I say unto you, love your enemies should we do, Jesus, of this new kingdom? Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despisefully uses you and persecute you. My Jesus, that you may be the children of your Father who is in heaven, for he makes the sun to shine on evil on the good. And send it rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love them which you which love you, what reward have you? Do not even the publicans do the same? So watch these men and women. Watch these people that call themselves Christians, because the Bible says differently. And I want to thank you for coming to the, our site. Thank you for coming and visiting. I want to thank all of those that are supporting uh, this ministry, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I pray that God will bless you and your family as I decree in the beginning of this uh, podcast that grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Be Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ the Messiah. And I want to close with this saying, invite your friends, subscribe. Uh, Invite family members, church groups, all of them, so that we can grow together. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. The Bible also says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it.